It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The fan is on your smart speaker. To listen to the home of New York sports, just say, play WFAN. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go, 501, football Friday, summer Friday, fall Friday, call it what you want. going to be a fun Friday. The Eddie Scuzzeri, handsome as always, love the USFL shirt, good stuff. Uh, Al P. Dukes, very interesting. You know, I thought we would start with the uh, Yankee Blue Jay game, but I think we have to kind of pivot. We got to take a left turn because I was not aware, and clearly CBS Sports Network is not aware, that Boomer's no longer with us. What do you mean? Well, I guess he's in the afternoon now with Craig. Is I that just heard right? the update. Let me hear. Well, we just heard Pete McCarthy said that Buck Showalter was on with Boomer and Carton. Now, I know at 8 p.m. he's also... Manager Buck Showalter told Boomer and Carton he didn't consider retribution. When was Boomer on with Carton? I don't know. I got a lot of tweets about this, though, as well, Jay. Then at 3 a.m. Manager Buck Showalter told... Told, uh... Told Carton he didn't. <laughs> I know Carton was there. Now, a little bit of disrespect, no? I've been at this radio station for 15 years. Is that no one remembers you. <laughs> Who's that guy you said? Evan? Holy cow. So is Boomer with us? I'm morning? a loser. I think so. Although so right there at the top at 5 a.m., he said Boomer and Carton. He did. I'm confused. I do still get people that call in and go, let me talk to Boomer and Carton. I'm like, well, they haven't existed in f- six years. Or, or Boomer and Gino. Five years. Yeah, Gino. I mean, it's unbelievable. Oh, man. What a what a, what a a start. Pete McCarthy. All right. Did well, he used to do Met games? He used to do uh, talk shows and I th- on WOR when the Mets went there for a few years. Right. And I think he had something to do around the broadcast. I think Sal worked with him over there. Well, that was a mistake when the Mets went to WOR. I suppose. And then they would run the Mets games back in the middle of the night, and Eddie wouldn't get to hear his, his show about uh, his space, space aliens. aliens. Yes, I know. It kind like of threw him off. re-listening to a Mets game in the middle I of the night? I don't know. It's a terrible I idea, I do Jerry. not know the answer to that. Speaking of the guy in the afternoon, that they don't remember his name. Evan, you say? I think that's his name. Evan. Which is uh, Carton. This is very bizarre to me, Jerry. Yeah. I don't like to take shots at people on the air. Who, yeah. who am I? Who okay. is one to throw stones who lives in glass houses? Agreed. Or something like that. Right. But, we should not all be judgmental. Right. But uh, so Evan is uh, going to the Met home opener today. I get emotional on opening day. Yes. Instead of hosting his show. Correct. That's wrong. I'm going to just say straight up that's wrong. Well, he's, he credited Craig with him taking the day off. That's... Yeah. He said Craig taught him a lesson about life. Oh, okay. That there are important things in life that should come before work. Really? And when you say things like... I get emotional on opening day. I agree with that. He decided he's no longer going to miss an opening day for work. Wow. It means more to him than his job. Well, I'd like them to put him to the test. 
<laughs> what do you mean? There's no way if they came to him and said, you have to work or you're fired, he's going to opening day. You just don't do that because guess what? You have a family that and where else true. you going? I get emotional on opening day. I, know, it's... I agree with the sentiment. You're going to not miss your kid's birth, your kid's sure. first birthday. Yes. But when it's something like if you work in sports, yes. which we do, then you can't take off for a sports-related thing. It'd be like, we all get vacation days. Of course. I think. <laughs> I would love to take off the Monday after the Super Bowl. Yeah, sure. I want to go to a Super Bowl parties. I want to watch the Super Bowl. But we're stuck here on Monday morning. You can't not be here the morning after Super Bowl Sunday. Right. You got to be here on Mets opening day. You know Sorry. The, here's, the, here's, Sorry. here's the flaw in your, in your statement. All right. How's he going to be able to watch? <laughs> it's unbelievable. Now, I know it kind of sucks that you're going up against Mets opening day, but you know who's interested? The Yankee fans. That's very true. The Yankee fans don't care about Mets, Arizona Diamondbacks. Not at all, especially after their win last night. Plus, the Mets aren't pitching anybody exciting today. You know what I mean? Well, they have, well, Bass, like, well you're right. It's not Max Scherzer. Saying, like, but... Right. It, it, like a Yankee fan, Yankee fans are not Mets fans and vice versa. Usually not, yes. Maybe a Yankee fan that's an overall baseball fan would be interested in Scherzer or DeGrom. But your Mets opening day against the team they don't have a rivalry with. It's just another game, but it's, it's opening another, day. I hear right. you. So, well, he's off. On. He's going to go that's hang out with Bob Usler. Not right. He's going to go to the Tom Seaver statue unveiling. Yeah. And as he said, he will be at City Field walking around just taking in the smells. Hmm. All right. I guess, uh, guess he doesn't care about work. I. It's been here for fifteen years. If you haven't learned, if you haven't heard, I've been here fifteen years as well. <laughs> this one, I'm sorry, this one still gets me. Manager Buck Showalter told told uh, told Carton he didn't. <laughs> Do you think someone was talking in his ear and is like, "It's not Boomer?" No, and Carton. I know what happened. What so happened? He clearly wrote in Boomer and Carton, right. which he did at eight p.m. That one was the same script. At 8 p.m., and I think he saw and realized. But he just did it again at 5 a.m. I know. <laughs> I, I, Was that live, or did he take that? I don't that? know, because he's been on all night. Usually the 5 o'clock is the first guy in the morning. Right. I don't know. That's usually Brad Heller's spot. Yeah. Brad doesn't work here anymore. Oh, yeah. He works for the Mets, so when these Mets have games, Brad Heller's off to do that. It's so confusing here. It is very confusing. So I thought we'd have Erica Herskowitz or something yeah. there. Maybe Peter Schwartz. I Peter Schwartz? Well, he's down the hall. He's working May for the, the network Schwartz today. So I thought you. we would have someone else. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that was. That 5 o'clock might have been a tape from 8 p.m. last right. night. It was no taped. Idea. It was taped? Fleeks just told me. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Fraud! <laughs> Boomer and Carton. Whoops. Hmm. <laughs> Three times. Well, Three twice. Times at least that we and know. And just Carton the other time. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> the other time was then... Uh, <laughs> I'm a loser. Listen, Carton. we've all been there. Well, maybe he just figured Evan's not working on Mets opening day. Maybe he doesn't work here anymore. Apparently. Maybe he quit. Maybe that's what Pete McCarthy thought. That's what I would think. Hmm. Well, he won't be there today. And so you'll have, I think, Solo Craig. Wow. Maybe maybe Boomer will join him. I got to tell you, solo shows are tough. Solo shows are not easy. They're I mean, not, to especially listen for to. five hours. Yeah. Listening tough. to them is tough. Well, listen, I'm going to do another one next week, so let's you relax are? on that. Yeah, on the network. On oh, the network. Yes. Yeah, I those, think next Sunday morning. Those are tough listen. So you will not be getting up to check I it out. I can't <laughs> listen to solo. I, I say I think Sal does a good solo show. Sal does show. a great solo show. He does. But he's about the only one that I could listen to solo. 
So maybe uh, maybe Craig gives uh, McMonagle a shot, co-host. That won't happen. Tommy Lugauer. That's not going to happen. Hmm. Now, he was all for taking off himself yesterday and yeah. having Tommy and McMonagle do the show. Yeah. Spike said no. Yeah. Spike offered to get him lunch instead. Spike should have said no to Evan. Right, listen. You know, the bosses, they have the right to tell you no. I guess, to yeah. vacation days. I suppose. If they don't work. We can't. I don't know how anything works anymore. We can't all take off the morning after Super Bowl, much as we might like to. And that's not even local teams, Jerry. That You're right. You're very right. That's also the last day of football season that we really talk about the games. Right. Because that Tuesday, it's like it never happened. <laughs> it right, is Tuesday's bizarre. Like, now what do we do? That used to be... Back in the day, you would have the Super Bowl week or the Super Bowl Monday after, and a lot of people would take off that Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. The host, like? Yeah, because it's like, all right, we got through it. Let's take a deep breath, take a couple days, reset, and then we'll come back. Reset, have nothing to talk about through all of February. Yeah, see, that's not true, though, because you got the NBA and the NHL and spring training. stuff. There's more to talk about than we say. I think it's, it's an excuse to just complain. Okay. Like we all like to do. We've got a very big Mets opening day show today, Jerry, on the Boomer and Geo show. Uh, 8 a.m., Mr. Keith Hernandez will join us. Nice. Then I was checking this out. We got uh, the lots open at 9.40 a.m., Jerry. So okay. So I'm sure that's when Evan will be getting there to uh, party. And Yes. Uh, gates at 10.40. So you could go in at 10.40. The Tom Seaver statue ceremony is at 10.30. Right. So maybe you get the quick Tom Seaver statue. Love it. You go inside. Yeah. A lot of people are going to take pictures, I'm sure, with the statue. What you're going to do three hours before the game well, in Evan there. said he wants to take in the air and the oxygen. The and, air. And wants to breathe in the smells of City Field. That is cool. Like, the first time you go to a real, like, it's I rem- amazing. Yeah, like, I remember going to Shea Stadium the first time as a kid in the 80s. And when you walk up that uh, ramp to yep. go to go to your seat. And it and you opens s- up to you. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. The green grass, the um, the, the manicured, you know, conditioner yeah. on the dirt. It, do, it, kid, do, do kids still get that, or do we see so much so clear on um, TV now it's not the same? Uh, well, I'll tell you this. Uh, for my two kids, when I took the first game Matthew went to, ironically enough, was not a Met game. It was a Yankee game. I took him to Yankee Stadium. It was the first year they opened. I think it was, when they, what, 2010? Does that sound right? I think Maybe. so. I think it was 2010. Do you remember when Craig bought the season tickets in the bleachers? Yes. And was giving them away? So he gave me bleacher seats. He said, I'm going to take your boy. So I took him on a Sunday, Yankees-Indians. And it was, I think I think he thought it was pretty cool. I mean, we left in the fourth inning because he was bored. Uh, but we got there an hour and a half before, walked around, saw everything, Monument Park. He was into it. Uh, Joseph does not care. He's not a does not. Care. He loves playing baseball. Loves doesn't playing care to baseball. See it. Does not. I mean, it's like whatever. When can we leave? Where are the batting cages? And that's anytime I told you, City Field. I got to go hit with him for an hour. It's like I missed three innings. He just wants to play. Um, I had that same feeling, like you, Shea Stadium, but also Dodger Stadium five years ago when I went as an adult. It was and not not San Diego. Petco Park was awesome for sure. But I, for some reason, seeing Dodger Stadium in person when I first walked in, I was in awe of it because I'd seen it on TV so many times. You know, the Dodgers are the Dodgers, and just like, wow, I made it here. It was That was actually pretty cool. Yeah, it's different now when they rebuild or yeah. build these new stadiums. It doesn't have the same. Like, it's cool. Seeing San Francisco was awesome, but it was not the same as – you know, driving into Chavez Ravine and seeing the stadium. And it's just, yeah, it was just different. You're right. As an adult, I got it when I went up to Fenway Park. I, I can imagine. I'm sure you'd get it at uh, Wrigley Field. Yes, which I've never been. I've been to Fenway, same thing. Is Comiskey Park new? 
Or have they? Are they still Comiskey playing? Park. No, I'm saying, are they still playing in Comiskey Park or no? Oh God, Al, no. They imploded that years ago. <laughs> they blew it up, Jerry. <laughs> they blew up Comiskey Park. I would think it's been. I would think it. Here's what I know: they don't play there anymore. All right. It was. I well, don't know what bad. the sponsorship is right now. It, it was U.S. Cellular Field for a while in Chicago. <laughs> oh my God! Hold on, Jerry. I need to Google that. <laughs> I think you're wrong. I'm not I'm gonna go wrong. Out on here. The White Sox Comiskey do not play in Comiskey Park. Park. <laughs> I'm gonna beg. We can agree to disagree, Jerry. Okay. Let's see. Comiskey Park. It got blown up in '91. Uh, <laughs> 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 Jerry, I was living in Terre Haute, Indiana. And no, I'm sorry, in 91, I was still living at home. Oh, my God. They blew up Comiskey Park. I was still living at home. <laughs> Wait. See what happens when you actually don't watch sports? <laughs> it's hard to keep up on things that actually happen within sports. This is unbelievable. <laughs> you do realize that's 31 years ago. I'm aware. I did the math in my head. Well, that's a shame. That was a great park. I was hoping to get out there sometime. What is wrong Why with you? Why does Dodger Stadium get to still stand? By the way, Seattle is not playing the Kingdom anymore that either. I'm aware of. I was out there. I'm aware of that. I'm aware of the Astrodome. The Marlins have a new park. Yeah, that they didn't have a historic park. No, I understand. Tiger like, Stadium is no longer standing. See, that's another great one. But I knew that I for some reason I knew that one. They okay. got uh, they, they. I remember they built that new one. Okay, <laughs> too bad, Jerry. I I miss the old ballpark. The vet's gone too. I don't know if you're aware. That of. I'm aware of. That was blown up. Yeah, that was. A I good thought thing. they kept Comiskey Park, but turns out 31 years ago, <laughs> blown up. I'm sorry, that got me. <laughs> this is the problem with the White Sox, Jerry. They're always second banana to the Cubs. No, the problem is you don't watch anything. I watch. <laughs> I'm locked in. Oh, my God. That was tremendous. All right, uh, so and you, you are sucks. aware the stadium the Yankees play in is a different Yankee yeah, stadium. Yeah, which okay. stinks. Because Just even when we, sure. when we got to play softball there, yeah, that should have been historic for me. And Jerry. it was not that that wasn't good enough for you. I have a great picture of you that I have sent you. Yeah, with you know you looking out from behind. It's a great photo. Yeah, and I have a picture of me playing shortstop. Yes, at Yankee Stadium in a Yeah Jeets T-shirt. I know, but still, I was looking around, going, "This place was just built. There's no ghosts here, Jerry." Ah, uh, well, there are no ghosts of Babe Ruth anywhere, but you can. It depends on what you believe in. The ghost of Reggie Jackson. You can talk yourself into anything. Uh, Reggie Jackson's not dead. Oh, God. I know he's not dead, but his... Well, how is there a ghost of him, I then, mean, if he's his, not dead? his playing career, the ghost, it's a saying, Jerry. So that, is there a ghost of Derek Jeter, then? There should be, yeah. But he's not dead. I know, but his, his career is over. So you could say the ghosts of these hallowed halls, Jerry, who haunt No Yankee one, because they haven't won since 2009. It's like Shea Stadium is not there. Like I, I, I want the old ballparks, Jerry. Now you're telling me Comiskey Park is gone. Well, yeah, thirty-one seasons. I'm sorry you were unaware. Yeah, that one I was. That one caught me. You caught me off guard on that one, Jerry. A little part of my childhood just went away.
Well, we're going to go sad. away, but we'll be right back. We promise you that. It's 516. We have a lot to do. We're going to check out what basketball arenas have been imploded in the last 31 years. Let me ask you this. On TBS, I used to see the Braves at Fulton County Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Quick break. I'll answer that for Al. During the break, we'll be right back on The Fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, 25 after 5. What is up? It is the warm-up show until 6 o'clock. Boomer and Geo join us then. I hear the Devils will be at the Brendan Byrne Arena against the Canadians this weekend. Is that right, Jerry? <laughs> I love Brendan Byrne. That is still going, by the way. The Brendan, well, whatever it's called now. Yes. It's uh, used for Hollywood now. It was IZOD Center. Yes. It That's when the Nets played in the Brendan Izod Byrne Center. Arena. It was uh, back in the day. Continental Arena, Continental Airlines Arena. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And now I forget which uh, TV drama uses it as like a as a set. Yeah, that's all it's for now. Yes, and uh, they actually read that they also use it for if uh, bands want to rehearse there yep. for a, uh, a for a show. arena tour. Yeah, arena tour. Kind of cool. There. Yeah, very cool, Jerry. Uh, I see that uh, throwing out the first pitches today will be Tom Seaver's grandsons. Nice. Their names, Jerry, are Thomas and Tobin. Very cool. The How Seaver old are they? Boys. Not sure. Okay. That'd be cool if uh, Tom Seaver was my grandfather. I would love to be able to go out there and throw out a first pitch. Why don't you just be proud of Wave. your grandfather? Well, he didn't play baseball. I mean, not want for more. Well, he didn't play baseball, Jerry. I, I Well, clearly you haven't either. You went a whole year without getting a hit in Little League. Well, I did and hit And sat the ball. there in the field saying, please don't hit it to me. Yeah, please. <laughs> please. And I would do the math. <laughs> to see when I was coming up to bat in the last inning, I'd be like, oh, if this guy strikes out. And then, like, he'd draw a walk. I'd be like, oh, great. <laughs> now I have now to go up there. Up to me? Mr. Hitless. The Hitless wonder. <laughs> and you knew the whole team was like, oh. Dukes. Dukes. All we can hope is he's hit by a pitch. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Did you ever lean into one? No, because I don't want to get hit with by a baseball. Yeah, because that was really coming at you hard when you were nine. <laughs> Back then, it seemed like that, you know, oh, that I were know. very fast. I know. Uh, oh, it's also the 75th anniversary of Jackie Robinson's debut, yep. Jerry. So a lot going on for... You know, Rachel Robinson is still doing well. And she's that's in great. her 90s, yeah? I think she's 98, I want to say. Yeah, 98. Something like that. Good for her. I hope she goes to 100. I hope she goes to 110. 110, even better, yes. Jerry. Good point. That's Let's another go. decade on top. Absolutely. Yeah. Good thing she didn't live by your rule. Which is what? If you get to 70, it's enough. Well, it's not that it's enough, but you can't say you went too soon or young. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't go, oh my gosh, can. they died so young. Why? Someone who's 30 passes away. That was well, that's, that's, that's extreme. That's, well, somewhere in the middle there. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? Still extreme. I hear someone's in their 50s. They pass away. It freaks me out. But if you're gonna make it past 70, you may as well go to 90. Yes, because in the 80s, it's like, eh. That's, well, it depends on how active you are. Yeah. I'm How not going to be very at 84. Active. Are you still walking and no. swimming, or are you basically just existing? I'm probably just be existing. Why do you say that? 
Because I, that's I like well, to do actually what you do now. So, <laughs> <laughs> right, I go home. I eat. I do, I'm going to have no different life. I'm going to get up, have some coffee. I'm going to wa- go on the internet. Going to watch some TV. I'm going to take a nap. Maybe exercise. Wax maybe, on, wax off. Maybe <laughs> that's what you want to call it. Maybe play a little piano, take another nap. It sounds lovely. Yeah, you, it's not terrible. You could do that till you're a hundred. Yeah, I'd be very happy. Yes, I'm very happy with that. Do you Jerry. ever have? Do you ever get the sense sometimes? Do you ever lay down at night and say, "My God, I accomplished nothing today"? No, because I at least came to work. <laughs> yeah, but but you're home so early. Yeah. Like, no, I do got... sometimes go. What did I do? Right. From noon. Like I get it. If you were working with with Craig and Evan. Yeah. And your day was comprised of waking up and getting on the train or driving in and fighting the traffic and getting through the work day and whatever. And by the time you get home, it's 8 o'clock and you're exhausted. You know, you make your dinner and by the time you go to sleep, it's 11 o'clock. That's a full day. Yeah, full day. Now, we chintz on sleep clearly. I mean, that is something that we, it's just, it's not smart, but it is what we do. But it also allows us to have a full day when we get home. Right. And I've got to think that there are times, I know for me, when I watch TV and I don't do anything else the rest of the day, I will lay down and be like, I just wasted yeah, what, a day. What did I do? And they're so precious. They and are. <laughs> I also think, too, like I could have learned Spanish you, you, over you, all this time, right? You could have done something. Something. Become master at something. Right. Become a master at something, Jim. I've actually thought many times, and I've never done it, about going to like a trade school. Just like picking one thing that would benefit me around the house, whether it's doing tile, whether it's draw something. That'd be so awesome if it's like um, a listener, just like their toilet back to be like Jerry's are my. Plumber. <laughs> you know, can't you know who's my plumber today? Jerry. Reckon. That I'm not. In, I'm not interested in plumbing, but elect. Uh, I would be the electrician. I'd rather do plumbing. Electrician, you could shock like, yourself. You never know what you're walking into in a plumbing job. <laughs> right. Normally, poop I don't want to do that. Normally, poop related. Probably, I'll pass on yeah. that. But I. How about this? We could do it together. You could go get the deal done. All right. All the paperwork. And then I'll go do the work. No, I'd want to learn a trade too, like welding or something. What, Put a welding mask on. What are you going to do on. with welding? You weld pipes together. Yeah, but how is that going to benefit you in your condo? Oh, oh, to so I can do stuff myself. That was say. the point. Yeah. Not to start a business for real, oh, okay, just to yeah. be able to do things around the house for myself. Yeah, I, I, I didn't get that gene from my father. N- neither did I. Yeah. So I would always thought with six free hours every day, maybe go to a trade school. Maybe. Right, you could do that in six, seven months, couldn't you? I if think you go I, every day. I feel like I'd like to work on cars. I well, and I've done that before too. I I find that fun. I'd be like, this, this, the piston rings again. I don't know <laughs> what you people rings. are doing with this these piston rings. <laughs> I get it. Jerry uh, Luis Severino had a nice game for himself last night. Five five innings, yeah. Five shutout innings. Struck out the Vlad Guerrero a couple of times. He str- the, that dude struck out four times yesterday. He did. Now, if he would have gotten up in the ninth. You never know. With the bases when when uh, Chapman walked the bases loaded. Yes, he wound up. He was on deck. I think he would have. I think really? he would have been next after the double play. I think he was up next. Oh, who was that? Michael King came in and he did. Uh, shut it down. Did a good job. That dude came in with the bases loaded. Nobody, nobody out. out, and only a three nothing lead. Yeah, and their big hitters coming up. Bo Correct. Bichette was up. So didn't Springer start that inning oh, too? Springer into Bo Bichette. Yep. I'm, into I'm whoever was curious, next. And I should have looked at this before. That's a good job. Because I didn't, clearly I was not awake to see this live. I I'm was. just curious. I know what Chapman did. I'm just curious how many strikes he threw. 
because I don't think it was a lot. It was not a lot. Dude couldn't find the plate. Yeah, no, no, that that I know. Get it together, Chapman. Get it together. It's so that is weird. Like, so what happens? He goes out there and just couldn't and find it. He was up, had a nice three nothing lead. How do you go up there and walk the bases loaded? So he walked Biggio on five pitches. All right. And then he walks Espinal on six pitches. Mm-hmm. And then Matt Chapman comes up and walks on five pitches. Chapman versus wow. Chapman. He and you got Jordan versus Jordan today. He only threw four strikes. That's brutal. Now, how does he go back in the dugout? My bad, guys. Sorry for loading him up. I don't know. I don't, but Michael I don't know. King will take care of it. Guy's and he probably did. getting paid the minimum. And he did. And Sal was right. I heard him. The one thing I heard him say before we came in, he was talking about Aaron Boone, the clip that uh, I guess Pete played at some point, saying how difficult the decision it was to pull Chapman. And Sal's like, why? Yeah. He just walked the bases loaded yeah, and barely sorry. threw a strike. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> Good God. Yeah, get out. Holy cow. And then uh, Severino hit Guriel at one point, Jerry. Did yeah. you see that? Who, yeah. He, high and tight and hit him. And, uh, then and they, I were, guess, they were yelling at him from the dugout. Yeah. Like, and then wasn't he, that big a deal. He looked fired up, Severino. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, like when, he, when he struck out um, Vlad Guerrero one of the times, Pumped when he knew was that was the his, first one on the no, sinker? I think it was the, the last changer? one where he knew okay, he was yeah, that he was, was his last time yep. through. Yes, he did a good job. He, he really did, did. Do a good job. And because they, you know, they would have been what's amazing to me about the Yankees last night is where their offense came from. Kiner Falefa gets on base a few times, he even had a bunt single. How about that? And then I, I'm sorry, I must have missed this. Now, this will be my bad, it will not be worse than your Comiskey Park. Error today. My 31-year-old error. Who the hell is Jose Trevino? Well, he's a quality. And when did the Yankees get him? I don't know. <laughs> like, who? I had to Google him as well, Jerry, this morning. How did I? I... Right, so they got their offense from Kiner Falefa and Jose Trevino. Yeah. Meanwhile, you got Judge. Well, Judge got... did double and score in the eighth. I mean, so that's he true. did help with the insurance run, and Stanton got him in with the ground. But that's fine. Stanton. But you're right. The first two runs came from Kiner Falefa and Trevino. That sounds like a law firm. I don't. Who? Kiner Falefa, I was looking at this, Jerry. Prior to going, got three for three last night. He was one for 17. Yeah. Well, we and we were he's talking back. even yesterday. They were talking about what an awful start he's been yeah. off to. So it was good to see him. He heard that. Kind of get rolling. I'm still waiting for the home run, though. He heard that and he was pissed. I want to hear John's call. Well, I will tell you this: that I'm whenever I hear you play something from Kiner Falefa and I hear the name, I do the I do do that uh, Hawaiian Christmas song that somebody thought that. Kiner Falafalaka is the place to that's, be. That's fine. That's from Christmas Vacation. Uh, yes, that's where I know it from. Yeah. I'm sure it's from some something way earlier than that, but I know like it from. Like a recording. <laughs> well, maybe it was like a part of a yeah, play sure. or something. But And we know John Sterling loves that You don't think he'll go with Mother Effa? <laughs> <laughs> now, all kidding awesome. aside, and I'm not even being funny, he got 250,000 views from that final out. Right, well, that was the final yes. outlet. If he ever went with a <laughs> Isaiah Connor Falefa, he's a bad mother effa. That'd be great. That gets a million views. Correct. Because Barstool will be all over that. That's a million views. That would be a million. So views. John, have some guts. Yeah, but he doesn't listen to the radio. He doesn't go that. on the internet. Neither does Buck Showalter. Good. He. I don't know if you caught any of the interview with Carton yesterday, <laughs> or with Boomer and Carton. Boomer and Carton had it. Uh yeah. 
He was I Buck was tremendous yesterday. And he was talking about how Harold catches him up on what he needs to know. Otherwise, he's locked in on his team. He doesn't doesn't listen, read, nothing. Oh, yeah. You know what? I, I did see that in another interview he did uh, last week where he talked about that Harold keeps him up to yeah. date on anything that is out there that he needs to know about. Otherwise, he is just – he's baseball, baseball, baseball. That's it. I wonder how detailed uh, Harold in public relations gets to uh, – Buckshaw Walter, like, does he have to give him everything? Like, because who knows what these reporters ask? Does he have to go in there and go, a buck? Uh, yesterday, one of our fans got in the face of a Phillies fan and uh, was filming him, and then the Phillies fans threw the Mets fans' phone on the field. Just a heads up. I don't know about that. Maybe. Just a heads up. But I will tell you, he says he comes in every day, and Harold gives him the report on what everybody's going through. Who's got a stiff neck? Whose finger hurts? Who's this? Who's that? where everybody was the night before. so I'd give pretty... him everything. I'd be like, uh, and, and Coach uh, uh, Gilbert Godfrey passed away, just so <laughs> you're aware. And Britney Spears is pregnant. <laughs> is she? Yeah. Really? Oh, yes. Oh, I didn't know that. See? And Buck, that. we don't need Buck Showalter being caught off guard like that. Right, you're right. He's our leader. That's very true. So you, Harold's got to fill him in on all that you stuff. You learn something every day. Yes, yeah, she's uh, pregnant, Jerry. We got to take a break. It's 5.30. Bing, bang, boom, you're pregnant. Yep, that's it's how it not happened. that easy, but maybe for her it was. Quick break. When we come back, more to do, including we'll get you ready for Boomer and Geo because that comes up at 6 right here on The Fan. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on a quarter to six, we got Boomer and Geo, top of the hour. Not going to be quite a summer front. Like yesterday was awesome, 86 degrees. Today's going to be nice, though. 70, sunny. You're going to be out there down in vodka tonics today at 3 oh, o'clock. Oh, hell yeah, Jerry. Be drooling on yourself by 5. It'll be a good day down in Bradley Beach. Oh, give me a hell yeah, Jerry. I'm going to be like uh, the Steve Austin, the wrestler. I'm going to be stone cold. I'm going to have a beer in each hand. There you go. Slam them right down. Have yourself a good time. And then discard my empties right on the streets. You're not going to do any of that, are you? No. Yeah. Boring. Everyone stop sending me the Colonia High School is causing brain cancer. You realize how many people are sending that to me, too? They think it's hilarious for me to tell you. (laughs) How is that funny? Jerry, this would be hilarious. Bring this up on the warm-up show. Al's a high school, but everyone's getting brain cancer. One guy texted me. Yeah. This would would make for a great radio bit. (laughs) But unfortunately, it's true. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's supposedly uh, Colonia High School, where I went, uh, the, the, according to uh, this one researcher uh, who, who's a former graduate, and he had a, he had a brain tumor, his sister had a brain tumor, his wife had a brain oh tumor. Oh, God. Evidently, he's finding uh, more brain tumors than normal for people who went to Colonia High School, which is where I graduated from. They're working on it, Jerry. They're looking to see if it's just a wild coincidence or if there's something to this. There ha- well, So hopefully we get an answer soon. That's be about, that's besides the point. The idea of that people thinking this is funny is horrendous. 
That being said, Jerry, I have a super great immune system. I can fight off brain tumors. I fight off COVID. I fight off the flu. Don't write checks you can't cash. I'm very muscular. Hopefully, I, I fight. hope that is the case for you. Here's what I need to fight off, Jerry. Anything having to do with the wiener or the butt. Any of those things, I am not interested in. You want to make my arm hurt when I get older, my neck hurt, You don't want colon hurt. issues. I don't want colon issues. I don't want prostate issues. I hear you. That's it. That's all I ask don't of. Don't need testicular issues. No. I'm with you. That's all I ask of the Lord above, Jerry. To the Lord above. No butt issues or wiener testicle issues. Right. That's all. That's all, man. Jerry, that's not too much to ask. I've been a good guy most of the time. Debatable. At I've times. been a very good guy. Yes. By the way, that Yankee game last night delayed 90, 90 minutes. minutes. Get yeah. lost. Get lost in what way? Like, if you're at that game. It oh, sucks. Yeah. 90 on a weeknight. But you also didn't lose the game. Right. Got it in. I've gone to games that get rained out. Oh. And it's brutal. <laughs> you have to drive home with not having seen a yeah. game? Yeah. That hasn't oh. happened often. It happened probably twice. It happened once in Philly, actually, at the vet. Back in the day, in like yeah. 90, I was ju- I was only driving a year or two, so it was 92, 93. Drove out there for, it wasn't even the Mets. It was a Phillies-Pirates game, if I remember correctly, just because my a friend of mine was from Pittsburgh and wanted to go. So we went and we got, I think it was the Pirates, um, and it was rained out. You got to get in line right away and get your money back, or how do they do that? I don't honestly I don't remember. You were to just be like, quite I'm honest, I don't. I probably, the tickets were so cheap, though, because, you yeah. know, when I was younger, I was sitting in the upper deck for four bucks, yes, or whatever you would spend. So I don't even think we care. But it was, you know, you drive an hour and a half, and there was no game. Yeah, and you're excited as a yeah. kid. I'm going to watch a game. Do you remember the one game I out. did take Matthew to? That if you go back, it was the 2015 season, Mets Padres. I do remember that. We went left after a half hour rain delay because the reports we were getting was like monsoon was rolling through. I'm yeah. like, I am not sitting through this. Figured it was going to be called. We got home just in time to see the end of the game. Gina and I, I remember this just because Gina and I were in a uh, restaurant slash bar in Madison, New Jersey. I remember it just because. It was brutal, right? Yeah, and I had the game on. Yeah. And then it turned out to be a great game, right? Yeah, well, no, not for the Mets. The not Mets wound the... up losing. They blew the lead, if but I remember it was a correctly. Lot, like it was a um, interesting game. And that was also, if I remember correctly, that was the impetus to going out and getting Cespedes, was it not? Making the deal? Yeah, and that's also where this came from. <laughs> <laughs> is that true? Yeah, because they were watching it live. No kidding. How about that? Yeah, I took Matthew to that what, game. What a significant, random, regular season yes. game. We got the Evan drop. You were at the game. Yeah. I can recall where I was watching this. A random game against the San Diego yes. Padres in, like, July. Yeah. Isn't that something? That is. How about that, Jerry? And it was not played at Comiskey Park or Shea Stadium, just so you're aware. Weird. <laughs> Strange. <laughs> uh, what else do I have here for you, Jerry? Oh, Remember that dude, well, we assume it was a dude, that bought the uh, Tom Brady's last yes. touchdown pass? I do, yes. And we, then we all we then we then all had a good laugh at his expense because he paid half a million dollars for a ball that's really not Tom Brady's last touchdown yeah, pass. Yeah, Yeah, they null and voided the yeah. whole thing. Yeah, well, I, last I checked, Tom Brady was playing still. But now, I wonder who originally got that ball. Was it just a rando guy? My guess would be that I, he... The possession never changed. No, but I'm saying like uh, somebody got this ball and probably didn't pay for the ball, right? They probably just oh, got the ball, I, and that mm. person thought they were in for a half a million dollar windfall. Yeah, and then they're like, his friend friend was probably like, "Oh, I heard Tom Brady's coming back. 
I was like, what? Hope you didn't go out and buy that vacation home. Yeah. <laughs> based on what? what you were going to be getting. What are you talking about? You know, know he's coming back. I think it's just a rumor. No, I know he's, he's coming back. back. He's coming and back. And now your ball is worthless. Uh, yeah. Although I did read that the guy's still going to try and sell it. Really? But I don't know what for what. Well, now it's the ball that you thought was the right. last Tom Brady. We'll give you $35. I mean, I don't. Would you give 10? He thought he was going to half a million. If you were a collector, would you give him $10,000 for that? I don't think so. I don't either. It's just to me, it's another pass, a top ball that he threw for a touchdown in right. his career now One that he's of back. Many. Yeah. Now, is it cool to have a Tom Brady touchdown pass ball? Yes. Here's where here's where I would say it's relatively cool. Is that at some point everyone realized or will realize, even if you're younger at this point, that he retired once. And this ball was at one point his final touchdown ball. Mm-hmm. So you could it's different than, you know, some random touchdown pass he threw in the middle of his career. There is something to it, but not worth any money. I don't think worth anything. I have a, a Pete Townsend guitar from his last uh, tour. Uh, his final, 1989? Yeah, 1989. So he's done uh, about <laughs> one million shows since then. So it's useless. <laughs> I would say so. It's useless right now. Yeah. I see the Packers uh, got themselves a wide receiver, Jerry. Sammy Watkins. Yeah, much on the list, dude, today. <laughs> What do you mean, Jerry? It's late in the show. I'm getting to Sammy like, Watt. Who cares? A, I feel like that's a name. It's a name, but it's not. Is he, is okay. he past his prime? No, it's fine. I mean, but it's. You just didn't think I'd be. You didn't think. No, I didn't think we were going to talk about Sammy Watkins. To talk about Sammy Watkins, because I was going to break down the whole deal. No, you weren't. By year, numbers. <laughs> Salary. How much is he making? I don't know. I you didn't, didn't even see. look. I didn't look. Yeah, here's what you did. You saw the headline. Sammy Watkins like, signs with Packers. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, last night there was nothing going Jerry. No, it's no, it's quiet. I look uh, around five o'clock in the afternoon. I start putting together my show sheet. And normally it's like, I uh, I might have like ten things by yeah. five o'clock and then the games go on at night. I get up at two o'clock in the morning, I have a little coffee, I go see what happened in the evening. Last night I was like, huh. Not much. Right now, right, right now I have Sammy Watkins to the Packers. What did hmm. you think? All right, let me ask you this. Hmm. Just because I listened to the interview. Yeah. So Buck was on with Carton and Robert yesterday, yeah. not Boomer and Carton, and it was not Carton solo, although Got it. Craig will be solo today, I believe, uh, depending on who you listen to, of course. And the one thing he said that I thought was very interesting, well, he said a lot of it, but talking about the uh, the tackified balls, yeah, he wants it back for sure, but he also blamed pit- the pitchers of today for getting it out of the game because they went so far and so extreme by using the stuff. I thought that was interesting. Like, there were, like I know, like, when I uh, grip a football, I love a tackified football. Sure, because so you the can actually grip the like damn that? thing. So what he was basically saying was the baseballs had a bit of a grip on them, and pitchers could, I guess they could use something, but they've gone so far in the other direction by using way too much that the ball was doing stupid things. It's essentially what he was saying. And so he wants a universal tackified type of rag on the mound so that they can use it whenever they need it, but you can't basically squirt the stuff all over yourself. Right. But it was interesting to hear him talk like that. Like, you know, he thought the Mets got hit 11 times so far in seven games. And he said not one time did he ever, did it ever cross his mind that they were hit on purpose. He just thought they couldn't get a grip. Yes. Get a grip. Get a grip. Get a grip. If I was a batter, I would want my pitchers to get a grip. I don't want to get hit in the face. Well, that's what he was saying. And then his point was, you know, batters go up there, 
they're not bare hands and no grip on the bat. They got the pine tar. You got the batting gloves, the tackified batting gloves. Because you want to be a pitcher with a guy that might swing the, the bat at your club, come out your hand. So it's very interesting to hear his take on it because we've all thought that the pitchers are cheating when they do it. Yes. He didn't say that, but he sort of said it because they've used way too much of it. The Billy Martin t- pine tar thing was one of the greatest douche moves in all of sports. With George Brett. Yeah. I, I mean, that has to be up there with the greatest douche move in sports. Right? It well, was so brilliant. It, yes, it was brilliant, and brilliant. he was playing by the rules. Oh, so great. He what saw a, something. I miss Billy Waited Martin. for the right moment. That was Christmas Eve he passed away, the car accident. Does that sound right? Uh, I don't recall. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll check that. Uh, a little more to do. I'll save the biggest story of the hour. I do have a good story. I know you do. Back, Jerry. Well, I didn't know that, actually. Uh, we'll do that next, and then Boomer and Geo on a Friday on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. He shut out the Bla- uh, Blue Jays last night, not the Blaze, the Blue Jays. Uh, the Mets with their home opener today against the Diamondbacks. One o'clock start, the unveiling of the Tom Zever statue. What else you got? Not only that, Jerry, it's the NCAA Women's Water Polo Championship. Let me ask you this. Jimmy Clinton, and I don't care. Here's I mean, my good question. for them. Here's my question for you, Jerry. Yes. If you were offered to do play-by-play, Yes. For the Women's National Water Polo Championship, how long would you need to prepare for that? Boy. Well, first you'd have to teach me the game. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. You'd have to learn the game. You'd have to learn the players. You'd have to Um, learn the nuances. But you're a professional broadcaster. I need three days. That's not real. Well, but I mean three days to watch games, to learn it. Would you call up a local water polo coach that you could learn mm, from, Jerry? I don't know about that. Who would I don't you want know. as your... Uh, I would watch because you would tell me the teams. Yeah. I would, would watch the teams. The, I would watch their games. All right. Most importantly. Could I do color commentary for you? If you would like to, yeah. of course. I'd be asking questions. I'd be like, Jerry, now what are they doing We could do this for digital. Digital. You want to do... What, what sport would you like to do color commentary for? And I'll do the play-by-play. Something that I don't know anything about. Well, that's, any, that's any sport. So just pick one. <laughs> Jerry, I know about sports. You want to do hockey? Rules. Well, that I couldn't do. What? I don't know what those lines are all for. All right. Uh, Blue wanna... lines, offsides, icing, And now for women's water polo, just make sure bring your binoculars. What's that mean? WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station.